Hello! Welcome to another fabulous episode of Retail Nightmares. I am your co-ghost, Jessica DeLisle. With me is my co-ghost, Alicia Tobin. She's showing me her gums like she's a horse I'm about to buy. (laughs) Beautiful. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Okay. Um, I'm very excited for our guest. It's a a returning a returning guest. (laughs) Returned. That's not what I said. A returning turd. He's a returning guest. He was on pretty recently on episode (laughs) 300, but that was an ensemble piece. So now he really gets to shine on his own. He's a comedian. He's the best friend of the podcast. What? The corn lord himself. It's Abdul Aziz. Hello, my friends, my best friends. <laughs> Why I, did was I, say, sound I was like going to say an, maybe like a distant acquaintance of the podcast. You're really selling it. <laughs> you're, Hank Sorry, there's, Hank is furious that I'm making fun of you being the best friend. Of course, you're the best friend of the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We all agree on that. It just makes me laugh every time how, how funny it is. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm just jealous of how funny you are, Abdul. Yeah. And so I, there's um, a new person in the building. I know for a fact that one of the units is being shown, and Hank is barking at them uh, in a way to say, don't rent it. Yeah, don't move in here. <laughs> it's expensive. The, it, won't fix, it won't fix anything. They, uh, You might hear Khalil in the background because it's like, this uh, is going to stretch over bedtime. Oh, uh, shit. So you might hear him running around or screaming. He's also oh. had a hard day. So, oh. oh, what happened? What made it difficult? I don't know. He kind of just like emotionally sort of fell apart when we were at Long and McQuaid, and the, and he never recovered. He oh. he was quite mesmerized by those like laser lights, and then he <laughs> wanted to get put down so that he could jump on them. And then I was oh. like, no, because you're not wearing shoes. Uh, <laughs> and then he, I think that might have been it. So he wanted to jump on the laser lights, but for safety reasons. Yeah, yeah. he was also embarrassed for getting called out for being like a shoeless guy. Yeah. He's like, yeah. this is my choice. Yeah, it was my his feet, choice. My choice. I, I believe it. I believe that you would try and put shoes on your child. Um, is he two now? He's three. He's three. Wow. What? Oh, my God. I don't. I can't. I was embarrassed to suggest that he was two because I'm like, he can't. He's either just two or he's 18 months. See, you're best friend of the podcast, but I'm a terrible friend who cannot keep track of how old my friend's kids are. And Jessica, you're his godmother, too. So (laughs) it's extra bad. I don't even believe in God. Whoops. (laughs) That sucks. I'm supposed to be in charge of his spiritual upbringing. Whoops. Yeah. Whoopsie. Whoopsie do. Um, is that what a godparent does? I guess like traditionally. I think that like, you navigate post death of the parents as well to ensure that yeah. they're because none of my friends have asked me to be a godparent. Yeah. And at first I took it quite personally. <laughs> then I was like, oh, yeah, I do not have a. Uh, anything that would help a child and that has been recently orphaned. <laughs> what are you talking about? You got that little Fisher Price barn with all the I cute. Do. <laughs> that I would help. I got a dog. Um, I'm only the like emergency legal guardian for one child, and it's like we have not used the term like a godmother, but okay. it's, it just if both of the 
child's parents dies, I get the child, but it's only for one. But that still feels like a lot of. That's like quite an honor. That's a lot Nobody of Nobody will trust. Well, no one has that much faith in me. I, I'm the emergency legal guardian of my son, I suppose, also. Yeah. So yeah. You and I are the same. Way to brag. <laughs> You're the always legal guardian, which is a big job. And it's, you know, the world is in a state of emergency. So technically, yes, I am the emergency legal guardian for yeah. my son. Yeah. You just want to say that because you want to like rip your shirt off and have like some sort of, I don't know, emergency outfit on underneath. <laughs> <laughs> You're like state of emergency. I'm just imagining it's like um, caution tape that just barely covers your nips. <laughs> it's a bralette Ooh. that just yes. says emergency on it. Across. Yeah. It sort of looks like the Missy Elliott album art for under construction. <laughs> Hell yeah. Very niche reference. Why were you at Long and McQuaid? That's my main question. <laughs> oh, I had to pick up in-ear monitors because my old ones broke. So I, I traded them in. Fancy. It's pretty good. Yeah. I went there. I'm always tempted to just like buy whatever because everything <laughs> looks like Long and McQuaid found a way to make like audio recording tech look delicious somehow. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, please stop licking the packaging. <laughs> can you stop licking the glass that contains all the condenser microphones, sir? Wow. Yeah, that would be you good. You can also rent things from there, too. So you, if you like are curious about anything, I feel like you can rent anything from there <laughs> for curious. like $5 a month or something like that. Yeah, the rates are unreasonably low. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like it's, you could rent something for like, 20 years and I feel like it wouldn't even come close to the price of buying it. No, yeah. It feels like nothing about that organization. Because like there are guys that work there like when I moved to Vancouver that still work there. So it's a place that you can work forever, it seems like. Yeah. And they all look the same age. They haven't aged at all. You just mm. need to have a black shirt and a tie. That's all you need. Yeah. You can have a ponytail down to your butt if you want, but it's you're still guaranteed a job. At Long and McQuaid. We I take guess. all comers. I just like know. the Statue of Liberty. Exactly. Did you say we take all comers? Yeah. Yeah. They do like late night where they turn off the lights and they just leave the laser lights on. <laughs> mm. And that's when you see all like they turn on the black light and there are stains everywhere in there. Wow. Soundproof rooms, you know, for testing out the French horns. Oh, whoa. Ranch French horns. horns. <laughs> French I guess that could be horny. a name for a friend, like a francophone person who is horny. <laughs> Your French horn. <laughs> I'm just. It would be all French people. Just coming to this. Wah 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 Nuit bleu. Nuit bleu. Je m'appelle French horn. Is a horn in French a coronet? Probably. Oh, you guys both speak French. Uh, yeah, but not often. And not well. Petit peu, very badly, as you can tell. Um, sorry to all my ancestors who I am disrespecting. <laughs> um, the coronet was, speaking of coronets, that was like a fun thing from Abdul's fantasy role play podcast from a few seasons back. Yes, we, there was that festival <laughs> <laughs> there's a broken moon so exciting 
just want to get a plug in early for Spout Lore. Just in case people are like, maybe I don't like Abdul. At least they know early on what they should avoid. That just you're in a case nerd. Punched out. <laughs> don't worry. If you thought this guy was cool because he's got a kid and we're like, well, he's definitely had sex at least once. Don't worry. He's got a DD podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves you, Abdul. No one thinks you're a nerd. Nerd stuff is like mainstream now. That's what's embarrassing about it. Hell yeah. yeah. I love mainstream. I love pumpkin spice lattes. Do I you? love, I can't eat them because I'm keto. And right. I did say they eat They have for sure, they have for sure sugar-free pumpkin spice syrup. Oh, I will try that then. Yeah, you could just make it with 100% butter. It's like whatever. drinking a candle. Um, I've never had one and I don't think I will. I like, I love pump the spices. I love those things. I you just love don't pumping. love, I love pumping. I like squ- squonk. <laughs> you know what that is? Pumping and squonk. I like pumping and squonk. I like those things, but I don't like those Starbucks drinks because they, every single one of them makes me feel sick. Yeah. It's just like too much liquid sugar. And not enough uh, fiber or anything to kind of slow it down from hitting my bloodstream. Yeah, you ask them to add a shot of Metamucil, right? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Pumpkin spice. Extra fiber. That's what the squonk is. Yeah. It's the Metamucil latte. Pumpkin squonk. Abdul, your, your squonk alarm just went off? Was yeah. Hmm. Five as alarm soon, squonk. As soon as anyone says the word squonk, I have an alarm that goes off. <laughs> And it says, let's let's get squonky in here. (laughs) That's a court-appointed alarm that goes off. I know. It's because people thought I didn't have enough squonk in my life. So a judge sentenced me to have a squonk (laughs) alarm and to be the squonk police. You should have just served (laughs) community service. (laughs) I know. That's not fair. That wasn't an option. And I was given a person to watch me. Hold on. Let me go get that person. (laughs) Um, Abdul's gallery wall behind him is very well executed. It's grown since the last time he was on the show, I think. He's got a squonk. He's got a tiny squonk goblin with him now. Hello, I'm back. And I'd like to introduce you to the squonk police. Whoa! <laughs> oh my god, what? Are you... Who is this? Who is what's this? His, what's their name? Hello, my name is Puppet Cop, and <laughs> I'm here to tell all you fucking snowflakes out mm-hmm. in podcast land okay. not, that this this all tracks so that, far that I've been on the force for 25 years and I've never seen anyone less squonky than this motherfucker right here. <laughs> You're oh, okay wow. for the listener. The- the puppet that Abdul is hanging out with is pointing to his face. Um, I, did I correctly hear that you're one day away from retirement? I'm one day away from retirement. Oh, you better be careful. It's always when stuff happens or the date right after the day you retire. Oh, no. The only thing I have to do now is to visit uh, a, a, a set of docks that are reportedly <laughs> run by the puppet mafia to oh. intercept a shipment of uh, felt yeah. <laughs> that is illegal. Uncut felt. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's 50, so soft. 50,000 kilos of uncut, pure Uncut felt. felt. No <laughs> cotton. No polyester in there. 100% felt. Oh. The softest felt you ever seen. <laughs> 
Wow, no. they're making out now? <laughs> no, he's just getting really close to my face okay. to assert dominance. Okay, I have so many questions. Who is a really curvy puppet? Who made this puppet? Uh, oh, wait, I'm talking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, that puppet doesn't know he's a puppet. I so love they, that this is an audio medium and you've got a puppet. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> What the fuck uh, is a podcast? <laughs> Can they see us or no? Pupcast. It's a pupcast now. I love that he has no like pupcast. This is such a great idea. He's in Let's profile. Let's do a podcast with just puppets. I want to do this so badly. He's in profile right now and he has no nose, but he's getting so close up against you that it just looks like kissing. So great. <laughs> wow, he sounds like he's yeah he is one day away from retirement he's out of shape i lost my um, nose how much did this puppet cost okay yeah. so i'll give I you guys i always want to know how much a thing costs <laughs> no i'll give you guys the history of this puppet so okay, three years ago uh sean and i were doing fake ghost tours as part yeah. of the vancouver fringe mm-hmm. and my uh very pregnant wife was due during the fringe so very thoughtless of her <laughs> i know it was ridiculous ridiculous of her to become (laughs) why did she choose that time why did she choose to become inseminated with my child that was the word i didn't want to say well Well, you said said it it. yeah you're not squonking it out and you did it can you put a squonk noise what i say (laughs) jay jay put a squonk noise in here (laughs) french horn noise um so she thought her water broke she thought she was going to labor, but this puppet just came out. <laughs> so the puppet delivered my son. That's oh. what happened. <laughs> That's how he lost his nose. Yeah, let's talk about that. So you got this puppet, but you've yet to tell us anything. No, because okay. we're, we're, I'm interrupting. That's why he's trying to tell us. Here's here's what happened. Uh, so we we needed a contingency plan for if Aaron went into labor. Uh while we were during while a tour was happening because it was an outdoor walking tour so we're like okay let's go to the children's market and find a puppet that looks the most like me (laughs) in my in and then sean if i get called away then we'll take out the puppet and you'll do the rest of that tour with the puppet wow and the puppet that looked most like you was a cop (laughs) yeah it was a puppet cop was he the only puppet of color he was the only puppet of color. Okay. There was also I one. find it very, very interesting that the only puppet of color is a cop. Yeah. <laughs> it, there was also one that was like kind of like either a Cirque du Soleil performer or a pirate. Okay. Oh. <laughs> but this is the one that looked most like how I was dressed. Yeah, yeah because you could just get like a baby suit vest and change that up pretty quickly. You had a hat face too. Yeah, everyone you has been telling me this recently that I had a hat face. You had a brief cap face. I did have a cap face. So yeah, I'm seeing it now that you fixed his hat. Yeah. Now to answer Jessica's question, where's his nose? So I'll let Puppet Cop answer that question. <laughs> hey, Puppet Cop here. <laughs> his voice has changed. Uh, uh, uh. Sorry. I've been undercover so many times. I don't even know who I am anymore. He's too old for this shit. That's strange. You're a plain, you're not an undercover cop. Okay, but go on. I know it was really hard. I went every time I went undercover because I'm sewn into this 
his cop outfit. So every time I went undercover, I had to pretend I was always going to a costume party. <laughs> a costume party. But you could have been like a, a hot cop. Mm-hmm. And just a moment, a moment of respect for the costume joke. Which oh, um, got, almost got lost there. Yeah, it's dead now. You can it bury it. <laughs> it was really good. Thank you. Says <laughs> Puppet Cop. <laughs> Thank you, Puppet Cop. So the thing... Oh, so the thing that happened to my nose was... One time... <laughs> one time uh, I... I went deep undercover with the, uh, the felt mafia. And... They, I, I did a, I got really addicted to cocaine. Oh, oh wow. Just and my nose right just off. came right off. Oh, that's, that's so, so sad. That's really sad. It is a terrible drug. You know, I think it starts out and you think you got it under control and then your nose falls off. Yeah. You're, you're deep in felt. Everybody needs a safe supply, even puppet cops. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so did your wife wind up going into labor? Has she had the baby? She did have the baby, but not during a tour. Sorry. Okay. So Puppet Cop is answering for me there. So Puppet Cop never had to, you know, accept the challenge, rise to the occasion. What is no. it? Answer the call. Yeah. He, he, he never had to perform his role as understudy okay. in a fringe play, but he was 90 bucks. Oh, wow. So you've oh, just that's had, pretty good price. had that's this a lot puppet. of puppet. Yeah. But you you've used this for your your comedy show recently though. I use it all I always use it for coupon book, yeah, cuz nice. there's a coupon. The premise of coupon book is that people just come and we give them coupons and then they can redeem the coupons to control the show. That's so they're so like, clever. It's not a bad idea. It's fun cuz we it's also great cuz we don't have to prep cuz yeah. we know son of a bitch. <laughs> That's oh, no. you said the the magic Bible word clomp. prep. Yeah, I'm excited to see your show. I haven't been to see it yet. I was waiting until the vaccine passport thing was happening, and now I've been to one show. Oh, which one? I went to the Sunday service last week. Oh, fuck! Was it the best? It was pretty amazing, but one thing that I was... I mean, I'll say it was like a, a retail dream. It was a experience I paid some money for, worth every penny. It was strange to see the improvisers moving around so much because I was I've watched every single week on zoom and it was so weird to see the lower half of their bodies and I was like oh they're all just (laughs) wearing jeans yeah they're their jeans moving moving around and like especially Mark was being very physical with his with his legs and doing some high kicks so it was really illustrating that they are whole people and not just little talking heads and boxes man I love that I wish I could have gone to that it's Me amazing. Too. It was so great. And the staff is amazing. Former guests, Emma Wong and Christine Bordelin were both like there working and like making it all feel like really safe and fun and lovely. So it That's was the best. It was a dream. Yeah. I thought I would be more sort of like weirded out to be in a crowd of people, but it felt great. It felt like totally natural. And I laughed so hard. I was I felt so self-conscious about like how much noise i was making around other people and you were kicked out of that one comedy show for laughing too hard that's true that's very true but uh no longer never again yeah and i've already bought my tickets for next week so i'm just like so great i'm a completist now um but yeah i can't wait to see your show yeah soon shows they're happening too 
Not mine, but other people's shows. Yeah, not mine. <laughs> but people who are braving the the <laughs> adversity. Yes. Some would say recklessly endangering others. Just so Puppet Cup has a platform upon which to spout his crazy ideologies. So is well, Puppet Cup... dollars He gotta pay that off somehow. I know. Is, is Puppet right? Cup like an antagonist in the show? Or, I mean, you don't have to give too much away. Well, no, Puppet Cop just has, he doesn't really understand uh, politics, but he has a lot of opinions about it. Oh, so same. So same. I know what I don't like, but I'm not always sure why. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think what you're doing is reckless and endangering anything. But you know what I do think is reckless that happened during the pandemic, which is, of course, still ongoing. But uh, I watched a movie last night. Sorry, I'm not trying to like hijack this by talking about movies, but I watched the latest M. Night Shyamalan movie last night. Oh, what's it called? Old. Okay. The one about the beach that makes you old. And realizing that that <laughs> was beaches. entirely, exactly. It's called radiation. SPF, from the sun. Yeah, come on. But realizing that that was shot entirely during the pandemic, the entire cast and crew of that production risked their lives and their loved ones lives to make <laughs> the movie old and wow was it not worth it <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry m night i'm sorry but it was not worth it the last m night Shyamalan film that i saw was the one with the water lady in the water yeah yeah me too i, liked I think it. or no i saw after earth i always forget oh that after earth was M. Night Shyamalan but that one I was always like what's the twist there's always a twist and I guess the twist in After Earth was that it's secretly not a Will Smith movie even though it was like marketed as a Will Smith movie but he he like gets hurt right in the beginning and then uh, his son who's playing his son is the main character in the movie and he's like gotta get help because his dad's hurt and he's just sort of like laying there the whole movie and you're like you put his face on the poster. Like I thought I was <laughs> going to see Will Smith. He's just tired. That's kind of like when Glenn Close was in Hook. Oh, oh, that's what that was the selling feature for you. You were like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the only reason why I watched it at eight years old. I was like, you're telling me Oscar award nominated character actress Glenn Close is in Hook. And she gets put in a boo box? In the boo box of all places? She does not deserve to go in the boo box. In drag, I feel like that was probably like the moment where you're like, I'm going to grow a big beard one day. Yeah, totally. (laughs) No one's going to put me in the boo box. Nobody's going to put baby in a boo box. It's a famous saying. Um, I'm sorry. I've hijacked this again and we're talking about movies, but that's not what this podcast is about. I mean, it could be at this point. We don't even know <laughs> what is a podcast. We are still the it's, jury's out. It is. It is a music video without the video or the music. Or the music, exactly. And the singing's been slowed down, so it sounds like people are talking. Yeah, not rhythmic and then that's at put all. On, put on the the internet. And people are kind of like figuring out the lyrics as the music video is yeah. being recorded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it's like conversation jazz, baby. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Speaking of conversation jazz, do you have, Abdul, a retail nightmare or an experience or a dream? 
Or does <laughs> Puppet Cop? <laughs> Puppet Cop was a retail experience dream. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Puppet Cop, I would say... <laughs> no, this is me. <laughs> Puppet, I was working the puppet's mouth. You're while very I was good at, uh, at manipulating his movements. Yeah, but not his mouth. You're not a good... good you're not a ventriloquist. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see this. (laughs) I we have to put this segment at least on the Patreon or something because this is very. You are recording video, right? I am, but I never do anything with it. It just that would be. This would be a funny episode to to put up. Actually, yeah, I think I agree with that. I think so too. All right, listeners, this is it—the moment you've all been waiting for. Are you going to meet Puppet Cop? Join the Patreon right now and find out what Puppet Cop looks like. You already know he's a person of color, a puppet of color. Uh, he's Missing made out of brown felt. Missing a nose. But what else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He what might it? have a heart-shaped tongue. Oh. What are his pants like? Does he, like... Yeah, what are his pants like? I saw, like, where your arm goes in. Oh, oh, yeah. He's got, like, full, 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 costume. Sh- full shoes and everything. Wow. That's very exciting. <laughs> Puppet cop. No. What? I'm rubbing my belly. Mm, I know what's tucked <laughs> up into your belt. <laughs> I have scabies. Oh, puppet oh, cop. No. You can get a treatment for that. Look. Look at what I have. I have scabies <laughs> under it. Whoa, he's kind of hunky. What is happening? Is there some Velcro is... in there? Whoa. Whoa, he doesn't have any nipples. Well, he had them removed. <laughs> yeah. Is that a I... thing we're doing now? I had to go undercover with a mafia that was anti-nipple. It was a nipple-free nap mafia. Tough crowd. It it was. Yeah, we went to tough crowd with. I don't know. You run with a tough crowd. But then I was thinking comedy tough crowd. He's got white shoulders. Pads, I think. Yeah, these are shoulder pads. Okay. I mean, you got to layer up hey, why is he showing us all of this yeah <laughs> not ask at any point i'm one day away from retirement i know i'm gonna die i know i fucking know i'm gonna die <laughs> i think i'm gonna die now that abdul knows that this is going to be like shown he's now really hamming it up which i love <laughs> like, now i have a, like my favorite kind of audience the kind that can see me oh oh hey there <laughs> Hey there, uh-huh. kitty <laughs> Now we're just doing an episode that is visual only. All of these characters we're are doing visual. like a children. Can you guys see show? mine? Oh, happy. Oh, hey there, P- Howie or Pee Wee. <laughs> Howie. <laughs> Howie Herman. Remember from 30 Rock when he was on 30 Rock and he touched the face? With the little hand. Yeah, he With was the little like hand? from from a very inbred uh, <laughs> royal family. Royal family. I don't have any uh, puppets, but I do have this cat pillow that I bought in Japan, and I love it so much, but I also had to, like, carry it around Japan for a week, being like, don't get my pillow dirty, like a weirdo. It's a beautiful pillow. It's a lovely memory. Like, I should have bought it, like, at the end of the trip, but I, I had to buy it at the beginning and then take it with me to, like, eight different cities. Uh, oh yeah that japanese cat is really doing it for me yeah i was trying to think of like some way that the cop could die by the end of the episode and i was sort of like the cat could be like some sort of 
Yakuza? Yeah. Yakuza. Yakuza. Um, I love both of you. <laughs> but we have to die. We have we're still in the introduction. We're 50 minutes in. I I have a plan to leave at 8:30 to go walk the dog with a friend. I love you too, Alicia. I love you. <laughs> um, but I want to know, do you guys want to hear my retail nightmare? Sure. Absolutely, this yes. is way funnier than my retail nightmare though. Like we could just this could just be one of those episodes. This is a free form. No, uh, Alicia. Yeah. We got to hear this retail nightmare. Okay, got so it. I uh, ordered some sweaters from a store called the Irish Store. Oh. <laughs> In Victoria? In Ireland. Oh, okay. And I've only ordered one thing from them before as a gift for somebody several years ago. And I, every year I think this year I'll buy myself a uh, traditional Irish sweater. Um, yeah. And I'm trying not to buy things that are not made uh, in nice places. So I ordered myself two sweaters because there was a special um, buy one, get one 50% off. Ooh. And also there was free shipping. So in the end, like they're, they work out to be quite affordable for like a hundred percent wool sweater is not made. Uh, you know, I mean, maybe they're still made in a sweatshop. I don't know what's going on in Ireland. Um, sweater shop. A sweater shop. <laughs> and so I also like met the minimum amount for free shipping. And I was like, that's great. Cause there'll be duties and stuff and, ta- and additional taxes when they get here. And it's going to be awkward. Um, <laughs> and so I, every page was like, don't worry. The shipping fees will come off when you pay. And I was like, that's a weird system, but okay. <laughs> then they did it. <laughs> oh, no. So I emailed, um, and the shipping fees are not unreasonable. It's like $20 to ship all the way from wherever their partnership's from, or they ship directly from Ireland. I wasn't quite clear. So I wrote, I was like, hey, I'm not sure if I misunderstood, but uh, in several places on your website, it says orders over this amount are free shipping. And then a lovely person kind of wrote back and said, well, you can only put in one discount code because I use the buy one, get one 50% off. And then I wrote back and was like, oh, there's no code for free shipping. It's all over your website. And I sent them screenshots of like every step where it says free shipping. And then they just never responded. And I was (laughs) like, okay, it's only, it's only $20. Uh, it's fine. And then they, like three days later, an automated message came through and was like, what did you think of your customer service experience? And I was like, mm. <laughs> I was really polite, but I was like, hey, like it says all over your website that shipping is free. And then when I asked for more details, I just didn't hear back. But I always feel crappy, like giving any sort of negative feedback. And then they never responded to that. So <laughs> that's that. Wow. Um, maybe I'll order from the other Irish store, which is called the Iran store. So who knows? Really? Um, I didn't like know Iran was of, in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, me neither. It's, I think I'm not saying it properly. And I think it might be just a Gaelic word for wool oh, or sweater. Okay. But it's not like I-R-A-N. It's like no, a it's different. No, it's A-R-A-N. Okay. Yeah, so that's my weird little retail story. And I'll let you know about the sweaters and how itchy they're going to be. <laughs> can I ask about these sweaters? Yeah, I, yeah, I can know. send you. A, I can send you the link. I can do whatever you'd like. I would love a link to one of these sweaters. This is, yeah. is this Abdul asking or is this Puppet Cop? This is Abdul asking. I'm still working the mouth. I <laughs> yeah. d- it's really hard to stop. I also <laughs> have another recommendation too that I'll send. My friend sent me a sweater from Scotland a couple of years ago. And it's beautiful. And no Canadian retailers carry the women's sizes. But a store in Calgary carries the men's sizes. And they're beautiful. 
Um, I just can't decide like what size I would be in men's because they're always cut a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll send you that as well. And those are very easy to get. They just come from Calgary because, and you don't have to pay additional duties and their prices are good. Please do. I was looking, I was at the Sitka store and they oh, yeah. have, they have like Irish sweaters as well. Yeah. And theirs are like made, they were like, the guy was like, this is a, all of this wool is made by one elderly lady in the Moors in Ireland. And I was like, you guys should not force her to make all of your wool. <laughs> also, like, they should be getting it from a sheep, not a lady. Yeah, yeah. that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> she should see a doctor. She's got to yeah. grow her own hair. <laughs> she herself. Uh, that sounds like something from... Uh, <laughs> our D&D game, my D&D game or your D&D game. Um, but are they like cable knit sweaters or? Yeah. And I have a vintage one from uh, F is for Frank on Main Street that I've had for years. You've seen me wear it a million times and it's falling apart and it's been repaired. Uh, Peppo, Aaron Gibbs fixed it for me, did a great job. It's a beautiful sweater. And yeah, I'm hoping like, I don't know what to expect, but I'll let you know how how they are when I get them, Abdul. If you decide that you want to order it, you can always come over and try one on. Um, <laughs> that is the kindest. That is well, the kindest thing that you could suggest in this scenario. <laughs> yeah, like it's just I just want to have things that last a long time, and you know I'm, I'm a little bit worried. And my friend did order a sweater from them last year, and she liked it a lot, but it wasn't quite what she wanted, and. She said that the sizes were, they ran big. And I was like, okay, so this could be a total failure. I'm tired of ordering things online. Yeah. It's hard. It's not like, I mean, it's like being annoyed that I have too much food to eat though. Like, so I shouldn't really complain, but just I get a lot of things that are like, they don't quite fit the way I thought they would. (laughs) So my bod is very weird shaped. So it's like, I'm not nodding because I agree. I'm nodding because I understand. (laughs) It's like I for I for somehow have an hourglass shape, even okay. though yeah, I'm you're a man, man with hips. You're a pear shaped yeah. man. Oh man, and it's wild to see pictures of myself on stage because, like, for some reason, either like I don't see myself from those angles, or somehow the stage makes your hips look wider, which I don't think is. The it could case. be the angle of, that the photo- photographer is taking the picture from, though. Like, if you're yeah. raised, which you are, at little mountain Mm -hmm. yeah it could throw the proportions off also you often wear a vest yes which would make you look narrower at your waist that's one of the points of that that's why i do it and you also wear a corset Mm -hmm. under and you like cinch it really tight yeah and then you've got that big bustle in the back yeah it's a whalebone and it's that's why we have to have that fainting couch at lmg now (laughs) yeah well i mean you can barely breathe backstage there it's so narrow um you also have a train and you have a little parasol (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah real fancy very pretty lady (laughs) yeah and one time will turner proposed to me at the top of a battlement (gasps) and i fell into the ocean hello (laughs) i'm kira knightley's character from pirates of the caribbean oh my gosh Uh, we did not reference at all book you (laughs) for this podcast um I, for one, I'm very happy that it's sweater, sweater weather. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. I'm just like, I want to wear three sweaters at the same time. Oh, I yeah. wore fleece line leggings yesterday for the first time this year. I got real excited about it. Yeah, I got a, I got a sweater dress today in the mail, which is pretty exciting. Ooh, I love Ooh. those. 
Is it new or, or secondhand? It's uh, vintage, but it's like handmade, like some cool person made it. I can, sh- I can show you. Yes. This is the visual episode where we get all of the visual components mm-hmm. of the podcast out. I mean, I don't know if we're going to put the whole <laughs> thing on there. Maybe just some choice parts. But here's Whoa. The- it's very like Where's text- the front? Textured. Oh, I see. Oh, pretty. Yeah, I mean, the it's front, so 80s. The front and the back look the same. It's sort of okay. like... That's uh, so 80s. Yeah. It's like you would see that in an Adventures in Babysitting, you know? Oh, yes. you just named one of my favorites. <laughs> like, I would love to be mistaken for an extra in the background of a party scene <laughs> in Adventures in Babysitting. That would be like the highlight of my life. But can you imagine the person that mistook you for an extra in the background of it? Yeah. Someone like stops you at a Subway sandwich shop and is just like, oh my God. <laughs> Were you an extra <laughs> in Adventures in like, Babies? I was just hibernating for 35 <laughs> years. But I swear you look like you're in that party scene where they have to sing... <laughs> That scene probably hasn't aged great where they have to sing the blues <laughs> to like oh my God. get out of that. They like stumble into like a blues club and they're like, well, if you're on stage, you better sing the blues. Did they do a good job of it? Uh, I think she sings a song called the baby babysitting blues or I got babysitter <laughs> blues or something. <laughs> the people love it. The audience loves it. Don't hold me to if that uh, scene is bad. <laughs> I didn't make it. Christopher Columbus made it? Is that who made it? Christopher Columbus made it, yeah. Chris Chris Columbus. Isn't that the name of the director? He's like a director named Chris Columbus. Uh, I thought you meant Christopher Columbus. Uh, yeah, the- he's responsible for so many atrocities. <laughs> Including Adventures in Babysitting. Should we move on to Acceptable Sauces? Yeah, I'd love we to. Could. I do actually have a retail nightmare. Okay, that I let's hear it. Let's hear I'm it. I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> okay, this was a thing that happened. I'll just tell the story. Keep the really puppet fast. down. <laughs> See him coming back. <laughs> it's like slowly, like. Because the puppet's taking over. I can't keep him back. <laughs> Is the puppet with you right now? <laughs> okay. So. Uh, <laughs> He the so this was a thing that happened at LMG uh like a long time ago when Little we were Mountain doing gallery. those renovations. Little Mountain Gallery when we were renovating it like three or four years oh, yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. And it was like Brent and I were there every day and I was mm-hmm. running We Know Nothing About Art at the time. Right. Yes. Uh and it was uh like the poster for that show was like Mona Lisa, but like her face is all smudged out, and then like she's given like kind of a meme, kind of a cartoony meme face. Yeah, and that was in the window. So this woman showed <laughs> up <laughs> at the venue while we were doing the renovations during the day, and she started claiming that like the poster was racist. What? And what? I was like, I was like, oh no, did I like fuck something up? And like do something like really untoward with the poster. So I like, I, cause Brent was there and he's like, you might want to come down here. This woman's very violent. And I've oh, called no. the cops. Oh, wow. And, and uh, she's Puppet really cop. angry. Yeah. That's how I met Puppet Cop. <laughs> <laughs> but then I got there and the woman, like, I was like, Hey, this is my show. That is the poster for this. And the woman was like, she looked at me and she got immediately so mad. And she was like, 
how dare you? How dare you destroy white culture like this? What, Abdul? (laughs) So she was worried about reverse racism? (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, worried it was legit. Yeah, I've never been so relieved to meet a white supremacist. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, oh, yeah, like... Oh, You've just given God. me so much material. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How did it resolve itself? The cop showed up and he was like, ma'am, you can't say this stuff <laughs> to a person of color. You're, no you, can't, you can't claim that this is white genocide. Yeah. Um, and then I was telling Charlie Demers about it and he was like, oh man, you know what you should have said? You should have tried to out-racist her and been <laughs> like, you think Italians are white? Okay. <laughs> 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 that would have just opened up a whole can of Chef Boyardee. <laughs> what? Yeah. A piece of work. Yeah. That yeah, I was at first when you said she was upset that the poster was racist, the first thing I thought of was racist against Mona Lisa's? <laughs> like like is that like an ethnic group in her mind? Like the Mona Lisa people. So yeah. how long she she must have been there for a while giving Brent a hard time. She was. She was there for like an hour yelling at him. Oh, and she was Lord. really trying to get in the venue. And he was Which like, was ma'am. Close to the public. <laughs> yeah. And he was talking to her through the door, being like, Ma'am, I'm not letting you in the venue. You've been very violent. And she was like, But it's hot out here. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. <laughs> so she had a lot of other stuff going on too. Yeah, there's a lot. There was uh, yeah, there's a lot going on with her. Was she like ripping down the posters or something? Or the posters were in the window, so oh, okay. she couldn't take them down. But she was just being violent yeah. and yeah, like verbally abusive and stuff. Verbally abusive. Yeah. What a what a uh, special what lady. A, LMG, like because it's right in that like kind of busy neighborhood, people just pop in and are, are bewildered. Too yeah. like all the time, like we we're trying to start a show. Where there's an intermission, and someone just shows up. And they're like, "So, what are you guys doing here?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, I've got uh, 35 seconds to get on stage, or yeah, yeah, explain or, comedy to out. Me. Like, I mean, looks like there might be room in here. <laughs> yeah." It's also like, whenever people do that, you're like, you're a fucking narc. Get out of here, you narc. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's true. I love that place. And I hope to go there as many times as I can while it's still there, is what I'm trying to say. Um, It's been so many things over the course of, you know, the decades that it's been around. It's been a music venue it's been an art gallery it's been a video store briefly for a while that was a weird time Mm -hmm. i got a facebook memory today where graham clark had his beard painting show there 10 years ago today that was 10 years ago yeah wow i still have my wear walrus beard painting up on my bedroom wall like the great last thing i see every night before i close my eyes (laughs) um (laughs) yeah like there were plays there It, it was yeah it was a butcher shop originally or something, too, or something odd. It was half of it was a butcher shop and the other half was a um, a mechanic shop. Oh. oh, man, that's a weird combination. Car yeah. butcher. It's car butcher. Then at night they would have secret meetings on how to destroy white culture. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice that that has been the through line for the yeah, venue. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. And it's why it's, I do my show there. It's nice that 
we've finally you specifically have finally pinpointed that the Mona Lisa is sort of like the figurehead we need to take down from the top and then everything will crumble. Much like the keystone in a bridge, if you remove the Mona Lisa smile, <laughs> white culture falls apart. <laughs> finally. Is it really a smile though? Um <laughs> sorry. It's kind of a, like a smirk. <laughs> it's kind of like a self-satisfied uh, smirk is what I would it's say. It's actually more like um I was just gonna make a joke that it was a labia. Um, <laughs> really? Never mind. Never the mind. Speaking of, of labias, that. we were gonna do acceptable <laughs> sauces. Show us your gums. <laughs> now you're shy. Because we were moving on. We're moving on. We gotta <laughs> okay. get out of here. We got 20 minutes to get out of here. We gotta get out of here. Alicia's gotta go for a walk. She's gotta walk her dog. That dog's gonna pee and poo outside. Um, yeah. yeah. So Abdul and. Yes. I'm so like a cab, but like I do want to include Puppet Cop, Abdul and Puppet Cop. What's your acceptable sauce? Acceptable sauces, acceptable sauces. I'm gonna show everyone who the boss is. What can stay? What gets Was I summoned? <laughs> no. Back into the podcast. This is not the same voice at all. I'm so not sorry. even close. <laughs> You're really um, fisting him. Do you, you gotta have, fist a puppet. I mean, make him come alive. <laughs> <laughs> so acceptable sauce can really be anything. It's like, what's the bare minimum of something that you would consume that you enjoy that you could technically classify as a sauce? I think the bare minimum the standard in the past has been water on popcorn. <laughs> water on popcorn is a good sauce. Have you gives tried a little it? Bit of, yeah, it gives it, gives it a little bit, you know, of... <laughs> a little mouthfeel? A little, a little bit of slime? A little bit of a slimy mouthfeel, which, like, I mean, if you want to pretend to be eating escargot in your own <laughs> mind, that's a great way to do it. Like just dipping some, some kernel, some popcorn and some water? Some yeah. kerneled corn. Some I mean, corn. you are the corn lord, so I defer to you. <laughs> I am corn lord, yeah. My acceptable sauce, I would say, uh, is the my go-to for because I'm is for is for making a gravy slash soup entity. Um, <laughs> because it's like almost too thick for a soup at regular indoor temperatures, but it's definitely not a gravy a hundred percent okay uh, so what i do to make this is i have an instant pot so i'll put a bunch of vegetables like in, in the base of the instant pot you throw like a grease heavy meat on top like a fat heavy meat like a chicken or a roast like a not lean roast or a pork shoulder in there and then you cook it 
for like 45 minutes and then the vegetables will all be so soft that you can hand blend them and uh, it like makes like a slurry at the bottom that approximates a gravy or a soup. I know you guys are both (laughs) you guys are both gagging but it is an acceptable sauce slash soup slash gravy. Yeah, I have a quick question. I'm so sorry Jessica. No, go ahead. Does the slurry include the the meat. No, no, no. The so meat. So you pull it out. Okay, but the all the out. juices and fat have now yeah. braised oh, all of the okay. vegetables. Yes. Oh, I'm sure that's very delicious. But like the Pretty meat, good. yeah, the meat juices have like infiltrated the the. Uh, that's just what Alicia said. Um, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I thought it was just like a a meat smoothie, like your father. <laughs> yeah, your no. father, Mister Meat Smoothie. Mister Meat yeah. Smoothie. <laughs> I did Doctor not. Meat Smoothie. <laughs> Please, Mr. Meat Smoothie is my father's name. Call me Meat Smoothie Child. <laughs> child version. But man also. Yeah. Call me Boy Smoothie. Boy Smoothie. That's kind of said a nice ring to it, actually. What about Smooth Meat Daddy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that evokes a lot of emotion. That's when Abdul shaves. He's smooth meat daddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen your videos. Um, you know, that sounds pretty good. You, yeah. I got, I got a little bit like queasy imagining it all being blended together. But I know exactly. I kind of can imagine what it tastes like even. And I bet it's delicious. It's pretty good. I throw a shitload of spice in there. Ooh. Well, that's the where you sp- lost me. The spice must flow. <laughs> it was just bland. Meat and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Mm. I put too much spice in. I can't can't fucking taste shit. It like destroys your nasal passages. Ooh, perfect. Sometimes you just need to get your holes blasted out. You know. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. Um, Alicia, what's your acceptable sauce? It's so bad. It's not even a sauce. It's um. It's just become like a thing that like improves every meal by adding i'm trying to try to stay dairy free fail i make it like three weeks and then i eat something with cheese in it um or something with butter in it but um i've been trying to buy more vegan cheese and having it on hand and like just some like a slice of like uh, vegan cheese and something or on something <laughs> makes it a lot better sometimes <laughs> so it's my acceptable sauce you can put it in the microwave you can yeah. throw it in an omelet improves it greatly a life without cheese i have to say like uh i get it when people are like i can't live without cheese then they say it in a sort of exaggerated way i can for sure but I, there are times where i'm like oh man i miss just eating cheese <laughs> yeah i get it i'm i'm a cheese enjoyer um my acceptable sauce is also similar it's a cream cheese. I'm not generally, I generally don't like cream cheese. Like if you ever get a bagel at a deli and they like, there's like a half an inch of cream cheese on top. I'm like, oh, yeah. what are we doing here? And then I, I scrape it off. And the worst is why like for to me, I know other people enjoy this, but like when the hole is just full, like <laughs> when the cream... And then it falls apart. Like it just falls through when you bite it. Yeah. Like the cream plug that's plugging up the hole. Then like, what are you supposed to have a bite of pure cream? Come on. So I usually scrape that off and give the extra cream to Jay. But there's this one type of cream. (laughs) We know where it goes. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, Jay, take this cream away. Um, And then he 
dutifully applies it to his jeans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dutifully. I make sure he does it dutifully. Mm-hmm. But there's this one kind of cream cheese that I love that I haven't had for so long and I haven't been able to find it for a really long time. But recently I found it again. I guess maybe like the supply was not coming through because of shipping or whatever. But it's it comes in a little uh, rectangular container and it doesn't taste like any other cream cheese to me. Like it doesn't have sort of the like waxy fake taste. It's sort of like, I don't know, it tastes like sour cream or like cottage cheese to me or something. It's like, it's really good. And it's the brand name is Arla. Hmm. And I think it's from Denmark. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Um, and I don't know why that makes it good. But the other night, Jay and I just like as a snack while we were watching a movie, I like opened a box of crackers and just spread cream cheese on all the crackers and we ate the whole thing. And it was so good. So good. Nice. And it was totally acceptable. And the thing that I'm very excited for is Abdul's pizza crust recipe that he gave to me. Have you tried it? I haven't tried it yet, but now that I've found my my dream cream, <laughs> my <laughs> ice cream. Have I talked about ice cream teen cream on the podcast about how like Jay just used to text Graham, former guest Graham Clark. He just used to text him the words ice cream teen cream like out of the blue <laughs> until Graham, I think, like stopped liking getting texts. Um, anyway. I found my dream cream and now I'm going to make it. I'm very excited because the recipe is cheese, cream cheese, and you can put some garlic powder on there. But that's it. It's basically just like crispy cheese and all, and almond flour too. almond flour. OK, I was like, was it cauliflower? If you I need remember. any almond flour. I have a giant bag. OK, I, 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 I do. I have none. So. Wonderful. Do you just tell you send me a text? Tell me how much you need. Okay, just stick it in the tube that we have in between our two apartments. <laughs> it's mostly for alternative flowers. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm or very that, excited to make it. That extra cream, shove it through there. Yeah. Well, it really gums up the tubes. You know, makes a yeah. Cream we've got plug. some had to have some rules around what goes in and out of the tubes. Yeah. I mean, I was under the false pretense that it was a poo tube i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry speaking of poo tubes hey abdul who's yes. your of the week uh my son speaking of poo tubes uh <laughs> <laughs> that's what made me think of hank too your son he it, khalil today he when i was changing his diaper he was like my body is a machine that makes poop. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's so, so accurate. What a little genius. She's pretty cute. That he thinks that that's the function of the human body. I <laughs> sure mean, feels like it some days or doesn't, you know? But I mean, you had bread yesterday. Um, <laughs> that's true, though. What's he like? What's his favorite thing to do at this at this age besides poop? <laughs> Uh, yeah, he loves the shit, that kid. Uh, He's three and still in diapers? He is, yes. Because uh, we were I don't know when the appropriate time is. I don't know. I feel like it came really very child to child. Yeah. Like somewhere between three and five, I think they come off. I think it's kind of like he has so little autonomy in his life that we're just like, whenever you choose, like we yeah. always give him the option of the potty. Uh, and for right now it's fine because he's like not going to preschool or to anything that like requires him to be potty trained. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, 
Sometimes they'll choose to go in the potty. Sometimes That's they'll still go in a diaper. I remember when I was in elementary school, like when I was in grade one, mm-hmm. my best friend had a little sister who just decided, I don't know exactly how old she was, but it was like young, like too young. And she just one day, like when her mom was changing her diaper, she just like said to her, like, I'm going to use the toilet now. And she said it in like proper, like full, full sentence, like probably with a British accent. And then like from then on, she like never, ever used a diaper ever again and was just like instantly fully potty trained. And that always stuck out with me as being like, that's weird, right? Like this is weird that she's just like an alien. That's like my friend's cat who taught himself to use the toilet. They never showed him. What? Whoa. The toilet? Not That's the an alien. I feel like I told this story so many times on the podcast. His name was Max. He was a ginger cat. My friend Jessica and her boyfriend got him when they moved in together. And shortly thereafter, it was like winter in Montreal and he was an outside cat. He lost his leg. He went Ooh. to sleep. He went up into a car to sleep and the car was turned on. Very luckily, the cat survived the injury and had three legs. And... I was living in Vancouver. I came back for their wedding and I was house sitting and cat sitting for them while they were on their honeymoon. And I got to stay at home and like, you know, just look after their lovely cat. And one night I got home from drinking with friends and (laughs) went to take a pee and Max was already peeing in the toilet. I remember that now. (laughs) Yeah. You like almost sat on the cat. (laughs) And he was just like, I'm almost done. Occupied. And I'm pretty sure he, I don't know if he did, if he numbered one. Anyways, that's my story. I've told it. And I've told that story twice this week. I have like five stories. That story is from almost 20 years ago. We all do. We all do. But I want to know what your poo tube, Abdul, is is up to. Right. Besides poo. So he just had a birthday and everyone, thank you, everyone got him trained shit. Uh, like those wooden train sets from Ikea. Mm -hmm. So he's just got like the biggest train track in the living room going all the time. And he's like rebuilding it and stuff. Uh, And Brandy got him uh, like uh, a train engine that is powered. So like he like runs the trains and there's like switchers and stuff that he like is like, he's obsessed with it. That's why he's like, into diapers still because he's like I'm not leaving this to go use the toilet like a loser yeah, I got no. schedules I got yeah. trains that have got to make these times yeah I can't stop monitoring the uh, <laughs> the interchange by the armchair <laughs> yeah the iron delivery won't happen on time <laughs> yeah bless his heart that's so exciting that's cool I only had a little like Christmas train that we would always take out at Christmas and like set it up around the Christmas tree. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember just spending hours staring at it and it was just a loop. Yeah. He like will just sit there and stare at it going. And he sometimes he comes up to me and he goes, do you want to sit next to me and watch the train? Which is very cute for a little kid to invite you. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That's so sweet. Do you take them down to like see the the real trains? Oh yeah, yeah. Because like, along we, the yeah, we live right close by, by New Brighton. So every time we're down at that park, he's just watching the trains. Oh, he tries to wave at the uh, uh, engineers. What, if a train is passing, he'll run up and he'll start waving. Does he have little like overalls that make him look like a train conductor? No, but people are trying to like get that to be his ha- Halloween his costume aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
People, yeah, people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, he sounds wonderful. It's so weird to have not met him and just to find out that he's already three. I know. Just, you met him, right? I've met him a few times, yeah. Yeah. He's uh, Well, we're a, not as close as you and Jessica. A very cool I mean, guy. <laughs> I mean, it's more just that my practice space is close to where Abdul lives. Sure, but, it's fine. I mean, I took it personally. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alicia, who is your puppo of the week? So many puppos. Um, my neighbor slash friend, Stephanie, we became friends uh, over the spring. Um, she has Posey, Hank's best friend, uh, this week. And part of next week, I have to go into the office every single day. Whoa. And so it's really like a big shift. Um, I'm training somebody new. And she's been popping in. like I, She's like, oh, I can just like take, a, take Hank out for a pee if you want. I'm like, that's so perfect that I won't have to worry about him being alone for you know, nine hours for the like extended mm-hmm. like day upon day. But she's been taking him for some, several walks a day because usually we do like we go for at least two walks together. So she's just been taking Hank and Hank's had like, di- like serious digestive issues that are getting a lot better. And so I kind of sheepishly texted her today and I was like, did he happen to like poop on his walk? Because I'm like the vet's calling. They're going to ask. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, I'll take a picture the next time he does. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's fine. Blah, 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 blah. They're like, no, uh, no, no. Video. Hide 4K. <laughs> um, but like in like just around like 4 p.m. Uh, when I was meeting another papo, uh, I got a picture of a real firm number two. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> it was just so sweet. And my papo's Hank. He's just the funniest dog. And he's feeling so much better. And then also Papo, probably overlapping with Jessica's Papo, Andrew McLaughlin, for inviting me to meet his friends, Tortoise. Did you meet? Tort. Oh. Did you meet Tort? I met Tort, finally. Nice. I didn't think I was going to make it happen. But then when I saw that you made it happen, I was like, I can figure this out. So I left work early to make sure I could meet Tort before she went back home. And I fed her exactly one raspberry. Oh, very cute. Yeah. And then she didn't want any more, but I had bought her a whole container. So I hope she enjoys them. (laughs) And Jessica, who are your puppos? I mean, yeah, Tort, getting to meet Tort was like a real dream come true. I've been seeing photos and stories and, you know, we've heard from Andrew. She's been puppo the week before, but she's, she's like a, maybe she's 17 years old. They're not quite sure. His friend has had her for at least 12 years. Okay. Whoa. And his friend met the tortoise at a party in Victoria and she was just in a Tupperware container that wasn't big enough for her. And when his oh. friend inquired, like, what's the deal with this tortoise? The owner was like, do you want her? Take her. So she's in the past 12 years had a much better life than whatever the earlier stages were. But she's mm-hmm. so lovely. And I, I find it so funny how like she'll just go in the direction that she's headed. And if she gets to a spot that like, she's not supposed to be at, you just pick her up and turn her around. And then she just heads. It's like so simple. I love it. So yeah, meeting her was a real dream come true. And I'd only met one other tortoise before, which I talked about on the podcast, like a couple summers ago when I was in Toronto, I met one who was much, much bigger, much sort of scalier. And I was so surprised by how soft Tort's neck skin was when you sort of so pet her. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was just like, oh, it feels like a foreskin. 
<laughs> and Andrew was like, yeah, I guess that's nice. And I was like, oh, it sort of also feels like old balls. <laughs> and he was like... <laughs> And he was like specifically old balls. And I was like, I don't know why I said that. Like, I haven't really even touched old balls. <laughs> like, it's just what I sort of assume that I feel like. Uh, but yeah, really soft neck. And like when he brought her out, she was so warm because she had just been under her little heat lamp. When I touched her, she was cold. Yeah, she was cold by the end of our little visit because she'd been like crawling so around cool. outside. But yeah, she's she's a real pepo. Uh, he's a pepo for like arranging <laughs> little little viewings it was so cute that's pretty cool and then my other pup of the week is my nephew who just turned seven this week who's very cool i feel bad like making him my puppo because one of my other nephews turns 11 this week but i mean when this comes out <laughs> it'll be long long ago but uh we were hanging out and uh my little six-year-old nephew at the time was just being so cute and like snuggling up to me and i described it sort of as like hanging out with a cat that can talk <laughs> and like oh. operate technology <laughs> like a, a iphone <laughs> it's, uh and we were just hanging out and he just like turned to me and he was just like i like you and i was like oh my god i like you too like that's so i just like i love that age where like he's just like very sincere and like he doesn't have any sort of uh like shame or just sort of like uh I don't know what the right like inhibitions like he just sort of mm -hmm. he's about to start parkour classes and I'm like that's the perfect thing from him, for him because he's already <laughs> just like literally bouncing off the walls and of course midnight the cat was there who I Jay and I fostered at the beginning that's so beautiful of the pandemic and she's so good with the children she allows uh, my nephew, who is now seven, to just pick her up and she goes like totally limp, whereas, you know, she's not enjoying it. Like, and she would <laughs> scratch and bite anyone else who picked her up like that. But she knows like, OK, the young one is holding me. He knows not what he does. So the young one is holding yeah. me. He is the chosen one. The chosen one, one <laughs> has chosen to pet me and I shall go into my fugue state. Yeah, that's her. That's her inner monologue for sure. Um, so yeah, it's been like a, a puppo, puppo overload these days because we can see people and it's nice. <laughs> yeah, it was so nice. I kind of like when Andrew told me about how Tort was discovered at that party, like I just couldn't handle the information. Like I couldn't handle that somebody, I was still struggling with it. Like that someone sucks so much. No, that and like yeah. that, I totally am understand and I'm fine with. There's no end to it. There's no end to that information. But that somebody was like, "I'm going to take on this pet for mm. maybe 50 years of my life." Mm -hmm. That person, that's the person I want to know all about. The friend, like, the owner, the of friends, it. yeah, yeah. The and owner. like, then someone said like, "Oh, like Tort has an Instagram account," and so then I discovered my first picture of Tort in a diaper. Yeah. And I, uh, clearly that Tort was thought of as a male tortoise until at some point because they refer to Tort in a lot of the posts as him or he. Oh. And then I guess it's probably a vet was like, this is a female tortoise. And then Andrew just sent me a picture of Tort in a diaper. And I was like, so then there's just Andrew McLaughlin, like this, somebody I've always thought is like incredibly like kind, who's now pet sitting this tortoise and putting the tortoise in a diaper so she can enjoy 
his space. I know. And it's just like this, all this kindness is like, it's not like I, I'm so used to just thinking of everything as so shitty. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, like, look at this. What if you start feeling good feelings again? Then what? <laughs> then what will you do? <laughs> I did not know what to think when he was like, yeah, I just put a, a diaper on her. I was like, that's a thing that tortoises need. I had no idea. And he was like, well, so she can enjoy, so she can be free range while I'm working. And I was like, wow, I never like thought I just sort of imagined that a tortoise would be in like the its enclosure and would have its little area. But it's like, that's so nice that she can just explore in within the freedom yeah. of her diaper. Yeah. And like, that's all I want to. Uh, yeah. I want more stories like this. So, yeah. Tort. But I mean, also, Abdul, you are great. It's so great to hang out with you. Yeah. You've got uh, your own puppo in a diaper. Yeah. Can you imagine if I lifted Puppet Cup and he was in a diaper I would somehow? I probably just start weeping. <laughs> oh, the kindness. Yeah, I would start weeping out of a different set of holes, but um, I'd just <laughs> be impressed. <laughs> I'd be impressed with like your dexterity. Some sort of like diaper origami underneath out of frame. Oh man, I wish. I should always just have a diaper here with me. I mean, comedy You probably gold. have one pretty close. Yeah. I mean, it's outside. Follow your nose <laughs> and follow your heart and follow your dreams. Abdul, if people want to follow you online or if they want to come to your show, or if they want to listen to your podcast, how and where can everyone do that? <laughs> um, okay. So probably the best uh, thing to listen to that I make is probably Spelt Lore, uh, which is uh, kind of a Dungeons and Dragons po- type podcast uh we don't really focus too much on the rules when we started playing it we didn't really know the rules so you don't know have to know anything about D, but it's just uh, a bunch of comics playing D, and uh it's a lot of fun and i play tacoma dome who has the same voice as top puppet cop <laughs> so you got a a little f- taste of and that you, everybody also often forget <laughs> if you're talking as Tuck or as Abdul, and then you're like, oh, wait, no, I'm just asking a question as me. <laughs> um, but that's a lot of fun. It's a great show. Um, I love it. And then if you... If you're in the Vancouver area and you're interested in coming to a live show, we have uh, a show called Coupon Book that we talked about every two weeks. It's a comedy show where the audience controls the hosts via like coupons that we give out at the beginning of the show. So it's like... I owe you one sexy foot rub. (laughs) What? Exactly. And they're all foot rub (laughs) coupons. They're 100% foot rub coupons. (laughs) It's like, it's more of a kind of like we're starting a pedicure (laughs) kind of business. I was going to say it's more of like a community of like-minded people (laughs) with a specific interest in feet. People who are pro Mona Lisa. People who love feet, who have feet. People who love people who have toes. Um, All right, guys. It's a fetish show, okay? You made me say it. Oh, my gosh. inclusive community Mm -hmm. that includes some comedy, but mostly just feet stuff. Oh, Um, boy. Honestly, I wouldn't say no to a foot rub. In, in these trying times, everyone's dogs are barking, you know? But no, sorry. Real, actually funny coupons. I'm excited. I am gonna come to a show. Me too. ASAP. Yeah. But I'm not gonna laugh. There's one once. tomorrow if you guys want to. You're come. gonna laugh once. Oh, there is. <laughs> I'm not gonna laugh once. 
I wish I could come tomorrow, but I already have tickets to Aaron's thing at China Cloud. What? Oh, I don't yeah. know if anything's going on. Okay, Jessica. Yes. If people want to find me, they can find me on Twitter. <laughs> Good to know. And if they want to find me and my book, they can buy my book. <laughs> Jessica, how about you? If you want to buy a tote bag, I'm going to be ambitious and say by this point, yeah, sure, we've got the new tote bag design for sale. Hell yeah. And it's very seasonally relevant. We're talking a spooky Dracula designed by Chris Von Sompathy, who designed the ghost logo, which was the previous tote bag, which is, I think we might have a few left, but we're almost sold out. Uh, That's at retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. If you want to see video of some of this episode, I'm not going to say all of it, but a little bit, because it's definitely a visual. A lot of it is me putting my finger directly into my ear because these really bug my ear and then realizing, oh, my finger was just in my ear. And then I just yawned like without covering my mouth. So, but you're in it's only part your of it. own home. <laughs> so I'd yeah. say like touching your ear and yawning is acceptable behavior. Um, yeah, go to patreon.com slash retail nightmares. And also while you're there, check out the spout lore Patreon because there's yeah, they're so, making so much more money than we are. There's so well, they're putting <laughs> out so much more content than we are. So they're very, it's because they're men, not all of them. Well, no, there's, there's a woman on the show. How many? <laughs> there's one. It's a, there's, there's four people four on the people. show. There's one woman and two people of color. And you can find out who is who by listening and supporting them on Patreon. So, uh, how dare you deface the Mona Lisa? I'm not going to stop thinking about that. That's so crazy. Because I think about that show Also, often. Brent Constantine having to handle that through the door is <laughs> yeah. so funny for but me. But also, like, in my mind, it. he's somehow still making the conversation last longer. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, sure, he is. her on a little bit. He's being like, he no, is. how yeah. could you say that? Why would you think that? <laughs> he is not at all conflict-adverse. No, or no, conversation. And he was being really nice, but also... Making her angrier at the same time. Classic Brent He's good at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great at that. Really admire that. Yeah. Uh, that's all for now. Uh, thank you so much. You can find Puppet Cop. I'm doing a podcast with a turtle named Tort. Uh, and you can find me at <laughs> hotmeatboys.com. Oh. Me and Tort were the hot meat boys. Hot meat boys. Hot meat boys. I'm more of a, a cool treat. Uh <laughs> Cool treat. Well, he's hot meat and Tort's cool treat. Oh, that's true. Yeah, she's cold. Cold blooded. Um, cold blooded. Can't you see? I've got a tortoise of wearing how many a, degrees? Wearing a, <laughs> I got a tortoise wearing a diapie. Oh, nice. Okay, well, I love you both. Good night. The feeling is mutual. Everyone take care. Thank you. XOXO. We love you, gossip girl. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye.